Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Let's chat with Amanda. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Hi, Tink. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? How are you doing? Um, I actually DM'd you. I was the one with some juicy tea. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you called. Okay. See, I'm terrible. I promised that I would remember, and I didn't even remember, but you got through anyway, so we're good. What is up? Tell, yeah, us, good, tell us the tea, girl. Okay, well, first of all, when this whole situation went down a few days ago, I was like, I wish I could have called you then. I wish that I have a bit of a hype. (laughs) I'm like, do you have like a hotline I can just like ring? I should install one in my house, like for real emergencies. I imagine that it would be hot pink and then it would be like emergency, (laughs) emergency, like and then it's just and but yeah, I'll look into it. We can we can maybe think about installing one in my house. So tell us what happened a couple days ago. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) um okay so this is a bit of a hypothetical question for you and then I can kind of go into the like a little bit of the dirty details but okay hypothetically speaking let's say you go on a date with a guy early on like in 2023 okay hypothetically this is me Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you go on a date with a guy really good date like there's a ton of chemistry you definitely thought that there would be multiple dates to follow yeah And you kind of hang out and you see him like in your city and around and whatever, Mm -hmm. but it just fizzles out and that's totally fine. Okay. Um, And then months go by. So now it's like November Mm -hmm. and he is continuously messaging you like take, like he's always starting the conversations and, and he's like starting to be a little bit more forward and flirtatious. And then it, basically turns into sexting okay and sending you links to dresses and lingerie that he wants to buy you okay and inviting you over to make you dinner okay and take you on dates and like anywho so this is all happening the past couple months okay and then um 
about two weeks ago, this acquaintance of mine. So like a girl that I know that if I saw her on the street, I would stop her and we'd have a chat. Like, yeah, we're not seeing each other all the time. But like, I know she's a girl I know, you know, like, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, she posts like a carousel of photos and he's in a bunch of the photos, but like, uh huh. But not in a way that's like romantic. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of just like they're like one-off photos of him, but then there's also other guys in the photos. And because I don't know her super well, I'm like I don't know if they're dating. Like I don't know what her relationship status is. Yeah. And because of like the because of the algorithm, like her stuff doesn't pop up on my feed, so I don't really see her stories. Right. And all that. I'm not like assuming that she's dating someone. Um, anyway, he wishes me a happy new year, like over the weekend, like on Saturday, he was like, oh, like happy new year, cutie. Like, what are you up to? What are you doing this weekend? And I was like, oh my gosh, happy new year. Like, what are you up to? And he tells me he's skiing somewhere in Canada. Okay. Um, and he's like, he's skiing and whatever. And I heard the conditions were really good. And I was like, oh, I heard it's really great up there this weekend. He's like, yeah, it's so, uh, it's so dope. Like, it's so great. And then I follow up and I say, and I'm at this point, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt is in regards to those photos. Like mm-hmm. I'm assuming that they're friends mm-hmm. and I message him just being like kind of blunt, but also curious for my own sake. I was like, Hey, like really random, but I saw these photos and you're in a bunch of them. Like, how do you know this girl? Mm-hmm. And he goes, Oh, I, and then he just went like really, really cold. And he's like, Oh, I know her from some friends. I tagged onto a trip with her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, do you know her romantically or like as a friend? And he goes romantically, smiley face. Oh God. Okay, so he's trash. He's trash. He's trash. Just well, it just gets better. So that was like, okay, sorry. Go on, go on. I'll I'll hold judgment no, no, until the no. end. <laughs> well, um, okay. So then I follow up, and I'm like, I'm really confused. I can't believe like. I'm I'm just confused. Like this whole conversation is confusing to me now. And he goes, "Oh my god, oh my god, you're so confused. Oh, I thought you wanted to be friends. Like I was mm. just I wanted to make you dinner as a friend. That's gross. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's called gaslighting, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, he kind of like goes on to say, like, oh my gosh, no, like, yeah, we were in like we were in a rough patch, and that's like like why I was messaging you, la la la. Mm. And so then I follow up and I was like, well, is she aware that right now in this moment, like you said, you tagged along on a trip with her. Is she aware that you're pursuing other women and like wanting to buy them like lingerie and yeah. like say, yeah. And like saying pretty like aggressive things to them via text. And he's like, oh yeah, she knows she doesn't by the way, but, Damn. um, and then I look on her story and guess what? He said he's on a trip with her, but she's not where he says they are. She's actually in Japan. What? <laughs> so he's just like all over yeah. the place with his lies. Okay. All over. Like he's just like Pinocchio. Um. So then I follow up and I'm like, hey, also really weird, but she's in Japan right now. And you said you're on a trip with her. Like, unless there's like that, the place you say you are in Japan, like, I don't like liars. Just like, tell me the truth. Like, what's going on here? What's going on here? And he's like, oh, yeah, we're actually on a trip to, like, save our relationship. <laughs> She's on a trip to save your – so they're not in Japan together. 
they're in Japan together. Oh, they and are. He's telling okay, me. He's fine. like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm in Japan with her. We're on a trip to save our relationship. Okay. We're here for two weeks. So at this point, you need to just completely wash your hands of this person because it's just a mess. And it's not, this is a perfect, not your monkeys, not your circus. Truly. Truly. Um, however, oh. I was like, I was like, well, d- like, does she know about all this? Like, she deserves to know at least the conversations that we've had. Like, she's a friend of mine. And he starts pleading and begging that I don't say anything, that I keep my mouth shut. Um, and this is the hypothetical question. Mm-hmm. Do you tell if, her? Let's say you're in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's more to the story. If he offers you $15,000 no. for hush money. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Wow, this is juicy. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, I say no. My gut instinct is no. Let me think about it for a second. Yeah, still no. Girl, no, <laughs> come on. That's so, like, if it were me... That's insane, right? It's insane. insane. That's insane, and, like, you don't want anything to do with this person, and it is going to be a mess because Agreed. she she's going to find out eventually, like... Like literally people always nasty people always get their comeuppance. Shakespeare said the truth will out. She will find out eventually whether you tell her or someone else tells her and it will be a fucking mess. And like, of course, that is a lot of money. But you this is it's blood money. And it's like you don't want anything to do with him. You don't want anything to do with her. You need to wash your hands of these people like that is so fucking weird and insane. Personally, I don't know. I'm interested to hear what all of our listeners think. I probably would not tell her. Like I, even though, really, yeah. I, but that's that's me. This is something that our community, like I think, a lot of us are very split on. I know a lot of people disagree with me on because a lot of people say, oh, you know, I. This is how I found out that my husband was cheating. It was important to me that I knew. But I think, especially in this case, because you don't know the exact timelines. This guy's a fucking liar. You know, it's very confusing. I, you would have to put together such a behemoth text explaining all the back and forth, and it's just going to get so messy. So, if I were you, maybe this, maybe this makes me a selfish person. I don't know. But if I were literally in your shoes, I would say to the guy, keep your money. That is so fucking vile. I hope she finds out about how, what a weirdo you are anyway. Don't contact me again. Thanks. I, that's what I would do because. I care about your sanity and your mental health and your saving face and all of that. And like, do I feel bad for this poor girl in Japan? Yes. But is she going to figure it out eventually? 100%. This guy is offering mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. to for to, for girls to be quiet. Like, if you think he hasn't done this before with other girls, you're wrong. Like, he has. And she, he will do it again because okay. it's just it's psycho behavior. Psycho behavior. I know it's mm-hmm. a lot of money, but like... It's almost like the universe is testing you and I believe in karma. I believe in, you know, what goes around comes around. And I think you just need to be like, tell this guy to fuck off and like wipe your hands of him because that's a mess. Totally. I totally, I mean, I wish I could have called you on Sunday when this is all going down. (laughs) You're like, the money's already in my account. (laughs) (laughs) No, I totally agree with you. I think you would be like making a deal with the devil. Yeah. And I, even if I took that, I didn't take the money, but if I did, I, I think I would just feel so guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And I would. 
still need to, the thing is like, I need to tell her because she's also a friend of mine. And so at this point I'm like, okay, well, You're I'll just tell, tell her, her yeah. our situation and she can make a decision for herself yeah. if she wants to continue the relationship with him. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, cause yeah. like, okay. When, if she's your friend, I like, guess, let, yeah, I, I forgot that she was your friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would just be I mean, really like, of, I would just be really clear. Like I wouldn't. I think as girls, sometimes we're so, and like, trust me, I'm the same way. I am so into mm-hmm. receipts and I'm so into like timelines and facts and like we get all FBI on that shit. I would be very like concise mm-hmm. because if you send her like a 40 page portfolio of all the weird shit that this guy did, she's going to be like, wait, what? This is like a lot and this feels weird and whatever. Um, but I would just say, you know, let's go to call or I, I don't know what I would do. Just send her a message and be like, your boyfriend is being a weirdo, like da 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 and just kind of get it over with. Yeah. Okay. I need to tell you, I need to tell you some more information. That's just insane. Oh God. What? But, and I'll try to be quick. Yeah. Well, while he was texting me all of this and like pleading, he's like, I was like, honestly, this whole situation makes me feel sick. And he's like, I feel so sick. And I'm like, I'm sure you do. He was literally texting me while she was laying in bed beside him. Yuck. And, um, I essentially, I told him off all the things that you said. He is like a psychotic, appalling, disgusting person for doing this. I told him all of that. And I was like, honestly, you can't buy your way out of problems. Like you're going to have to just like face this head on. I'm really like, I'm not, I'm not even sorry for you. Like just face this head on. Like I feel like you need a lesson to learn. And I messaged her. um, And I said, I was like, Hey, um, this is super random, but it's regarding this person. I think we should talk. And she ended up calling me. Oh, so you already like told her. Minutes. Yeah. Okay. I told her. Okay, and then, well, then good. Then it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, what an ordeal. And, uh, I guess an ordeal. And obviously, like you said, he, like, we know that he's a master manipulator and he's been doing this to multiple people. Um, and she found out that I obviously wasn't the only person. Mm. And I told her to buy a first class ticket home on his credit card, and she did. Oh, my God. Okay. Happy ending. <laughs> Yay. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is literally – I don't think we've ever we've ever had extortion on this, on this show before, but there's a first for everything, babe. I have to wrap this call, but you are incredible. I'm glad you didn't take the money. Fuck that guy. Now you and her can be friends and laugh about his cheating ass because that's whack as hell. Um, I love you 100%. so much. Thank you for calling with that piping hot too. tea and, and uh, keep, keep being a good moral person. Thanks, Tinks. Love you so much. Love you. Bye. Woo, there's a first for everything. Damn. 15K to hush money. That is, that's fucking wild. I'm going to need a second to digest that one. Let us talk to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Sarah? Hi. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. So great to talk with you. So great to Um, talk to you. What's going on? I have a question about navigating a relationship uh, with a previous best friend. Okay. Um, I'll be as concise as I can. Perfect. Um, I was with my ex for eight years, uh, and okay. we were best friends with another couple. Okay. Um, my ex was the officiant at their wedding. Oh, wow. Uh, we traveled together. Yep. We lived together at one point, um, like absolute best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year, totally out of the blue, my ex told me that he had feelings for the wife of that couple. Um, I'm just going to call her Rachel because yeah. uh, 
that feels easier. Yeah. Um, and they'd been talking for months behind our backs um, about being together. Oh, my God. Um, at this point, I had moved across the country um, for graduate school, and I'd had absolutely no heads up. Um, it was awful. Um, I had actually been expecting that we were going to get engaged. Oh my, my ex had God. just asked my parents for permission to propose. Oh. Um, and I'd been like talking with Rachel about this throughout the whole time. Um, so it came as a total shock. Um, pretty immediately, my ex decided he didn't want to be with Rachel. Um, and we tried to make it work. But with the long distance and everything that had happened, uh, our relationship ended. And I was like totally, totally devastated. Wait, for sorry. Months. Did did, um, did Rachel break up with her husband, and they actually tried to date? Um, yes, Rachel broke. Uh, they got divorced, <gasps> and she, shut up. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And so then they dated for a little bit, and we're like, actually, wow, that is. By the way, that is a l- very interesting lesson to the wise that let they bro- broke up the two beautiful relationships, and then they were like, now nah, we're good. That's wild. Yes. So they actually, they didn't end up dating pretty immediately. My ex was like, you know what, I, I actually don't want to go down that road and okay. like lose all of my friends. Yeah. Um, and so, but Rachel was still, I've found out since that she was still like trying to get him to be with her, even though he and I were trying to make it work for like God. six months after. Okay. Fuck Rachel. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so initially, um, so I actually didn't hear from her for months and months um and was like wow I've just lost my partner and my best friend and um and she started reaching out about six months ago and she didn't really apologize or take ownership but um she was clear that she wanted to repair our relationship if possible mm-hmm. um and at this point I I did try to um but I just as more and more details came out it was just really painful and um and I I yeah and ultimately um I've I've just realized that like being in touch with her is causing pain and um I I don't think I can trust her again um but we do have a lot of mutual friends and I I don't want to like crucify her or end up making friends choose between us but she's recently reached out and just asked um if she can apologize and if we can move forward uh she hasn't actually apologized she hasn't. Now. She um, hasn't. Okay. And I, yeah. She hasn't. Yeah. Um, and so I guess I'm just trying, like, I want to stand up for myself, but I also, like, want to just move forward and not yeah. have her life I get be that. terrible or try and, like, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just wondering, like, if you have any advice about what I should say or how I should conduct myself to, like, move forward, but also yeah. not just be a total pushover. I mean, I think... If you are moved on from it and and like how okay so it's like if you are moved on from it then what is the point in holding grudges even for something this enormous and people out there listening might be thinking that's crazy Rachel blew up your life like this is awful but but I get it because it's kind of like what can you do you know you're never going to be best friends with her again you have a choice you can either create an issue every time you see her and be, you know, spiteful and try to talk shit on her and not forgive her and all this shit. Or you can just draw a line in the sand and be like, I'm never going to be close with this girl again. She, you know, was very hurtful to me, but it is what it is. And and I'm not, and you know, I don't know. I, I kind of, I kind of 
understand what you mean. Like, you don't sound like you have you're harboring a lot of hate towards her. It's kind of like you can forgive, but you won't forget. And I think that's the most important thing. Exactly. And I think in that case, it's fine. And I think it's okay to sit down with her and say, you know, it's good to hear you apologize. You haven't apologized for completely blowing up our lives um, up until now. That being said, I want to move forward. I, you know, there's no point in me harboring any, you know, there's no point in me holding a grudge. That's not going to fix anything. So let's be civil and just go from there. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. I I really appreciate that. I I just want to say how brave you are and how I think you have completely the right attitude about this and your grace and elegance in dealing with this is so aspirational. And I'm really, 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 really proud of you. So good for you. Good things are coming to you. And I think you have absolutely the right attitude. Thank you so much. I absolutely adore you. And uh, you are just making the world so much better. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I hope the talk goes well. Okay. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye, babe. Doesn't that remind you guys of in the hills when um, she goes, I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. Iconic, iconic line. Okay, we are going to take a very quick break, but I want to talk to all of you. If you're on the line, stay on the line. If you want to join the conversation, it's 844-305-ANDY. This is It's Me Tinks Live. I will be right back. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up, and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool, so you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses, and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Hi, Tanks. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Okay, so I'm so grateful that I got through because I really need your advice. I listen to all of your episodes just like we all do. And I know that you think the most dangerous thing is an insecure man. Mm. And I have a situation myself where I'm just at crossroads. 
Okay. I have a best friend that I've been best friends with for seven or eight years. Okay. So I've seen her through a lot of different relationships. I have so much respect for her. She's so intelligent and beautiful. And she's been dating a man for the past couple of years, um, probably 18 months to two years. Okay. And he was a nice guy at first. And I liked him. And he was funny and he was respectful and he treats my friend well. But on one of our first double dates between um, my boyfriend and I and then my friend's insecure boyfriend, um, my friend and I were joking about an an inside joke that we've had for about five years. Mm -hmm. And the inside joke happened to be with this little situationship fling that she had with this kind of embarrassing guy. So it's a funny inside joke. And it happened to get brought up at this dinner. And the boyfriend started crying. He withdrew. He stopped talking. He started crying. They weren't even together when this when this joke formed. So that happened, and I felt horrible. So I was texting him, and I was apologizing, and I felt bad, like I had done something wrong, even though, like I said, didn't do anything wrong. No, that's insane. (laughs) That's insane. Wait, was your friend? Sorry, I just want to clarify. How did your friend? act when he started crying was she like babe stop it's fine or was she like oh no like no she was comforting him mm. yeah and mm. she's she's very like I said I think she's very intelligent and she recognized that that wasn't necessarily an appropriate behavior right and after the fact when they had a conversation about it he was like I just don't even think I can ever see her again to, um, about you are so hurt yes yes oh my god But it gets worse. So this was about a year ago, okay? Okay. And my friend's birthday was last week. And it was going to be the first time that I've seen this man since that whole instant because it was a much bigger deal than it needed to be. And my feelings were hurt because, like I said, after this very, very small instant that had so much to do with him and nothing to do with this little inside joke, he was, you know, trying to say, I can just never see her again. That's That's not a funny thing to joke about. But... This weekend, it's been a year. I was like, I'm going to see him. I'm going to be civil. Um, you know, of course, hopefully he's changed because it's been a year and my friends had so many good things to say about him yeah. since. So we went out and we went to the club and I am in a relationship myself, but my boyfriend is very understanding of the fact that when I go to a club, I'm not going to stand in a quarter. And so, you know, my friends and all, we like to dance. We like to have fun. And if, you know, a hot guy comes over to talk to me, I'll talk back with him. I'm not a recluse. And that's that's part of going clubbing, That's completely good and normal. Yes. Thank you. So her boyfriend shut down at the club. And this was the first time that he'd ever gone out with us. And he pulled my friend to the side on her birthday and was like, I don't think she's a good influence for you. I don't think you should hang out with her. I don't think you should be around her anymore. So my friend was crying on her birthday and I, I didn't know what to do. I I didn't want to talk to the boyfriend. I just, I didn't know what to say to my friend because this is her boyfriend that's acting like this. And she's like, I tried to explain to him that, you know, your boyfriend's okay with you like talking to, which like I said, it's very platonic, right? Are these men, you know, I'm just being, I'm not being over the top. I'm not like, no, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, I'm not like shaking my ass. You know what I mean? And and even if you were shaking your ass, you're, you're fine. And your relationship and your, you, you obviously have a super solid relationship and that's between you and your boyfriend anyway. So he has no business. This guy sounds like a whack job. Her boyfriend. Thank 
you, but what do I do now? What do I say to my friend? Because originally I didn't like him over the crying incident that happened a year ago. And now I don't like him because he's telling my friend that she needs to not hang out with me anymore because I'm a bad influence. Well, and also that's a a key tactic of insecure guys is to make their girlfriends more and more isolated and how did they do that by picking off her close friends one by one so he's obviously started with you her best friend for literally no reason and the reason being is he wants to isolate her so that he has more control over her which is fucking scary i'm not messing around when i say insecure men scare me more than anything else on the planet because if you trace everything bad back it it goes to an insecure man um And it's difficult because your friend is really in it right now. You know, she can't see the truth. I think it's crazy that you didn't see this dude for a year over a fucking joke. Like, I think it's insane that he cried over a little joke. Like, that's that's so insane to me. I mean, but the fact that your friend that didn't snap her out of it shows me that she's just kind of in it. And I think what I would do is try and have a coffee with her and be like, babe, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Like this past year has been really hard for me because I feel like since the crying incident, you know, things have been a little bit strained between us, given that I haven't been able to see your boyfriend. And, you know, then with this recent club incident, I truly feel like he has, you know, has the wrong impression of me. And it, you know, it frightens me that there's distance growing between us. And just see what she says. I I mean, I sadly think that she'll be like, no, like, you know, he's a good guy. He's just misunderstand, whatever. And at that point, you have to say, well, look, I know who I am and I know how much I love you. Um, But I, I, you know, this is upsetting for me to see. And I think you could even say something like, like, look, babe, deep down, I think, you know, it's ridiculous to get upset over these things and just say, I'm here when you need me. And then you kind of have to just take your seat. Right. And I am a little bit worried. She had um, a couple of friends that she was really close with. In fact, they were her roommates a couple of years ago and they didn't like this guy and they were open and they voiced that. And he, of course, hated those friends. And so she does, she's not even in contact with them anymore. So I feel like I'm on a tightrope right now of not trying to, you know, lean too far into the hatred, but please Tinks, hear me when I say this guy is a loser and my friend is a gem. He, he doesn't even work full time. He spends $400 a month buying weed with the money that he doesn't have. Like, Mm. and my friend is such a prize and she's talking about moving out of state with him. And I had asked her, I was like, yeah, so what would he plan to do if you ended up moving out of state for your job? She's like, well, you know, I would support him until he was able to find something. And I just, I want to tell her so badly, this is not your guy. This is not your guy. I bought, I bought you her, um, your book for her birthday. And I'm like, please read every single chapter in there. I think, babe, you have to do one last like Hail Mary. You've just got to sit her down and you've got to be honest. And then you have to just kind of take a step back and and it will be maddening it will be so frustrating because it's it's already frustrating to see our friends end up with duds but to see them with insecure duds yeah. is so painful and insecure duds who drive wedges between us is it's painful it is a really really acute type of pain but you can only do so much so collect your thoughts 
take her to coffee, say your piece, try as much as you can to stay in the I feel arena so she doesn't feel like you're attacking her because when an insecure man has his tentacles wedged into a gem of a woman, she feels defensive because deep down, babe, she knows. And that's what's so painful for her. Deep down, she knows what's going on, but it's like she's probably not ready to be awake to that fact yet. So you've got to just say your piece and then say, I'm here for you when you need me. And that's all. Okay. Thank you so, so much, Tinks. I, I will absolutely give that a thought and I'll try or a try and I'll, I'll come into it just like you're saying, very calm, very, I feel, but I appreciate you so, so much. I love your friendship episodes. I feel like you just hit the nail on the head with every single one of them. So please keep them coming. But I love you and have an amazing Wednesday. Thank you, babe. And listen, you're a really good friend. You're a really good friend to care. And I'm really proud of you. So hang in there. She'll she'll see the light eventually. Lots of love. Have a good Wednesday. Thank you. Bye, Bye, babe. It's it's such a you know, that phrase where it's like there's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women. I think like, oh, my God, I'm going to be murdered for saying this. Did Taylor Swift originally say that? I think she did. But anyway, um, I think that we need another phrase where it's like there is no pain like seeing your friend end up with a musty loser. Like that's such a bad pain to watch that. Also, like you would think that that would be an ick to see a guy cry over a joke. Like that would be an ick for me. And also it would it just like insecure. Ugh. Oh my God, I hope she sees the light. Let's talk to Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hey, Tings. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? I'm actually calling you for a follow-up. Hell yeah. We love a follow-up. What was your call about? Um, okay, so I called in October, I think. And since I called, you've been referring to me on Instagram as the Naked Marathon Girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> naked Marathon Girl. How are you? How was the marathon? Oh, my God. It was incredible. I really, like, hate to be that person. But if anyone out there, like, even has an inkling to do it, especially in New York, you totally should. No, I love um, that. I know it's such an incredible community, and you must feel so accomplished and proud of yourself. So congratulations. We, we, were, we really all were rooting for you. Thank you. I actually saw a sign when I was out there that said, I'm looking for the Naked Marathon Girl. Stop it. Stop it right now. Oh, my God. That's iconic to whoever did that in this community. Okay, but if it was from this, maybe there's multiple Naked Marathon Girls, question mark. But so if for anyone out there, just a quick recap, Katie called and sorry, I'm taking your story, but she... Please do. She was not drinking she was training her butt off and she's going on dates with this guy and she got really drunk because she hadn't eaten all day and she was running a lot and she did some crazy funny shit in her apartment with her roommate and her roommate's guy she was hooking up with and she was just like really wasted but I was like it's fine it's fine so is it fine now the moment of truth yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I actually I thought about calling you like several times in between this happening and I'm glad I waited because post blackout situation it was totally fine I think I told you we were going out that night that I called you and it was great we went out for a while after that he came to the marathon TLDR we're not we're not together anymore and the story is kind of wild but leading up to it um it was fine and on the day of the marathon he came and watched with all of his friends in Brooklyn and I actually saw them before they saw me and it was so cute because they were like all on their tippy toes like looking for me this big crowd of of guys and it was really sweet. And I like snuck up on them 
And I like got there and just looked at them, and then they all started screaming and like jumping in the air, That's which was like really, really sweet. Cute. Aww. Yeah, it was fun. And then we had we went to a bar after, and he came, and my family is in town, so he met my parents and my brother, and they like adored him, thought he was great. Um, but all good things must come to an end, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> literally the next week, um, we ended things, and kind of crazy story, but. I think I told you on the last call that we were like, we got into an argument the night before and yeah, I, I had started that. it and it was like kind mm-hmm. of a joke. Yeah. yeah. It was like a whatever yeah. thing. Yeah. So this kind of kept happening when we were drinking, like these weird random arguments would come up. And I, cause I wasn't, I was training, like it was really easy for me to like get drunk and like right. not remember things, not in the same magnitude necessarily, but like, it kind of became a theme, like happened like three times that I would know we argued, but it was like fine the next day. Um, so happened one night Then we like talked about it the next day. It was fine. Um, I went to his friend's birthday party that night with some of my friends from college. And I had like gone to dinner before and I wasn't drunk. I had like two drinks and I was just like going because I love his friends. They're really great. Yeah. Um, and I went and he was like super drunk. I was at a club like not you know you know what it actually was it's after i'm blanking on the name but it's after a club in montauk and i can't remember it's memory motel memory motel okay okay yeah 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 (laughs) so they put one in manhattan but anyways um so we were there and he was really drunk and he was like i really want you to meet like my friend from home and it's this like really cute little girl like small not young but um (laughs) I was like, oh, great. And I like meet her. And this girl literally just like blew up my universe. She was like pretty drunk, but like, I I feel bad saying that, but she definitely was. And she was like trying to be a girl's girl, but she was like, you need to stop seeing this guy. And she was like, I've been friends with him forever. Yeah. And she was like, I was at a pregame with him before this. Mind you, I was invited to this pregame. And he was telling everybody he wasn't going to date me. And he didn't want a girlfriend and all of this stuff. And meanwhile, like I'm seeing... Yes, and I'm like seeing him like probably three or four times a week. Shut and up. Oh he's my God. saying all this stuff. And with with his friends that I like know very well at this point, because it's like important to him to like hang out with them. And I really like spending time with them. So it was like no sweat off my back, you know? Um and he was saying this stuff and she was just like going off and like kind of like, you know, like really giving it to him and she's known him forever and Yeah pulling me all this stuff and like my jaw just dropped and I'm like in the freaking club like there's music like pounding you know whatever and so I literally like I was looking at him and he's like watching us talk and I just gave my friend my drink and I was like you know like take this I'm gonna go home but like if he sees you're here maybe he like won't notice that I left yeah. <laughs> and she was yeah. like okay like that's not gonna work but okay um that's what we did and I left I just put my phone in my pocket and like walked home and he like obviously blew up my phone was calling me and he ended up coming over because it was like walking distance and he knows where I like live obviously but we got he came over and I'm like sober and like not in the mood to deal with his crap right and he's asking me what she was saying and I'm like telling him and he keeps interrupting me and like Oof. starting to argue with me and like be defensive Oof. and I'm like it clicked for me in my head. Like, this is how we were arguing. Like, this is why things would come up and I can't even explain myself. And he like jumps the gun and like is ready to defend himself. 
So it like all kind of clicked in my head. Like, this is why we've been arguing. And like, this is, this is everything. It was so like the weirdest kind of thing, but such a clarity moment. Whoa. I'm so sorry, but also, you know, good riddance. At least it's clear cut. At least it's like, that's such an ick, like that he couldn't, I, first of all, the fact that he was like talking shit to his friends, but then like really wanted you like, ew, gross. And also, but honestly, the fact that he interrupts you in arguments and doesn't let you say your piece and you can't talk about it. Like, I think arguing well is one of the key components to a healthy relationship. I really do. And people always kind of balk when I say that, but if you can argue well with someone, that is so important and fuck a guy who interrupts you that's so busted but okay at least he was no, good on the I marathon totally at least he he got you through the well, marathon here's my other like twofold question for you and something that's kind of interesting is he's never had a girlfriend before and this was like as we talked the point of contention was like he's like i've never got this far with anyone which i think is like ridiculous but this would have been the first experience. And like, he kept saying that this like was freaking him out, which I kind of like pieced together over the course of like seeing him for three months. Right. But like yeah. the minute he started like copping out with that excuse, I was like, I need to wash my hands of this. Like, that's not something I don't want to be like the villain throughout no. this whole process. No, but yeah. people always say like at this, I'm 25, but at this age, like you don't want to be someone's first girlfriend. And I'm curious what you think about that. I mean, I, as a rule, I don't love it, but I also agree with it, if that makes sense, you know, because I'm I'm sure some girls would call and say, well, I've never had a boyfriend. It's different because women are very smart and adaptable. So it's just different, first of all, that way. But I I kind of do agree with that. Like it's there. There is we joke like, oh, he's housebroken, blah, blah, blah. But there is so much to learn about being in a relationship. And look, that's not to say someone can't be an unbelievable first time boyfriend but not with a start like this if a guy's like whoa I've never done this before but I'm excited and this is cool and I'm obsessed with you and I want to hang out with you all the time is this what it means to have a girlfriend fine but if he's acting like a spoiled toddler being dragged to have his bottom spanked in the fucking principal's office like forget (laughs) it like you know what I mean and moreover it's just like Look, when it's good, it's easy. Like, you know what I mean? It it shouldn't be all this drama and, you know, talking shit and whatever. Because I get being frightened, for sure. But I don't get talking badly about the person that you're seeing to your friends. That... I, I want to right. articulate why that 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 bothers me so much because it's about respect. And to be honest with you, it's also showing his insecurity because that's what he's kind of doing. Yeah. Right. He's kind of testing the waters and he's like, oh, no, like being trying to be a big man. Like, I'm not going to get a girlfriend. Oh, OK, buddy. Yeah. You, you're so strong. <laughs> you're so cool. You don't want a girlfriend like to his friends and then coming over to your house, like bubbling, crying, sobbing, like trying to get you back and all this shit. And it's like, well, which is it? You know what I mean? And I just don't like insecure yeah. guys. And I, so I think, you know, I, I wouldn't take it as a rule, but I think in this case we can definitely apply it and say, this is, this guy's just, he's someone else's problem. That's just, you don't want to deal with him. Yeah. And it's like such a bummer too, just because he was great in so many capacities, but this just like obviously overtakes it. And I felt bad for the girl who like told me all of this. Cause he was obviously like really pissed at her. And I told him, I was like, I don't want you like going to her and, telling her that I'm mad at her like she was trying to be like a good friend yeah I just met her and like I don't want to discredit that by any means so it's just like a messy situation and he actually like found me at a bar the next weekend and was like 
I'm so sad, like all this crap, because it's like the first time he's going through this. And it was just like funny to see like a 25-year-old guy. <laughs> he was like, I keep opening my phone to text you. Like, I can't do that. Oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh is, he, <laughs> is he dealing with feelings for the first time? Oh, scary, scary for him. Thank you for calling back. Most importantly, we are proud as fuck of you for running the marathon and for knowing your worth and not dealing with this shit. And... Yeah, I love you. And you're still always going to be naked marathon girl to us. So thank you for being iconic. <laughs> love you, babe. Bye. Same Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery mystery thriller whodunit and it is so scary and it's so emotive and I literally was addicted to it I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog New Audible members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Let's talk to Kristen. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Hi, Tinks. Hi, what's going on? Oh, my God. Okay, so um, I have a girl group of five girls, some of which are in relationships. We have annotated the shift front and back. Oh, um, and one you. of my girlfriends has even implemented some boundaries in her relationship because of it. And oh, was that's like, great. X, Y, and Z. Um, so I've had to let you know that. But Thank um, you. Thank I you. Oh. Yeah, I will get to my question. Um, but basically, one of my friends has recently gone through a breakup okay. and um, they're kind of on a break. And I think she's putting a lot of pressure on herself and a lot of blame on herself um, rather than also on her partner. And I just kind of want to make sure I support her in a way that doesn't completely like cast all the blame on him mm -hmm. and say like, no, like don't like, don't just completely put this on yourself. But I also want to make sure I'm not criticizing him too much in a way that she no longer feels like she can talk to me about it because yeah. I don't, you know, they are like on a break and I don't you want feel to like, like they might get back together. 
Yes. And and I just don't want it to be a situation where she's like, you're not supporting me and I don't want to like talk to you about this. So yeah. I just, I'm looking for some feedback on like how to make sure I'm not agreeing with her on, you know, I do not think that she is completely in the wrong at all. Um, and just want to make sure she's not too hard on herself while yeah. also keeping those lines of communication open. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you're such a thoughtful friend to care that much is, <laughs> is like is honestly so inspiring and so nice. And I think you make a really good point, which is that, you know, sometimes we go too hard on the boyfriend and then they get back together after you've called him like a swamp rat for three weeks. And then mm-hmm. they're like, a oh, surprise, we're back together. You're like, okay, good to know. Um, so <laughs> I think that, you know, you should just kind of tell her exactly what you told me, which is that a relationship and a breakup or a break is a two-way street. There's really no blame. Like, I don't think that blame is super helpful unless one person acted like an asshole, which it doesn't sound like there was anything too egregious. So it's just like, you're adults. You're working through stuff. There's shit to talk through and mull over. And she's got a great sounding board in you, but she definitely shouldn't take on all of the blame. And neither should he. It's it's just like blame. I would tell her that. I would say like blame isn't that helpful. Like just try to figure out what you want. Quiet the noise, and let's. There are better questions to ask yourself, right? Instead of like, oh, it's my fault, this and that. Just say, what are some better questions to ask? You know, like, what would the ideal changes in your relationship look like? What would need to happen for you to get back with him? Do you feel lighter without him? What are some of the changes you've seen since you haven't been talking to him every day? Like, those are super helpful thought starters for her so that she can actually process and talk and think versus just being like, this is all my fault. So, I mean, if you, if you want to support her, I would I would go with some of those questions. I appreciate that. And maybe just kind of start the dialogue rather even than just giving advice, more like asking those questions, like you said, like, and how are you feeling and where do you want to go from here rather than, so this is exactly what I think that you should do. So yeah. I, I think that would be it. Okay, perfect. Oh, well, you're you so such much. a good friend. <laughs> you are. Everybody would be lucky to have a friend like you. Seriously, that is incredible that you are that thoughtful. And it sounds like you have a great group of girlfriends. So I'm so happy for you. And thanks for being such a great friend. And thank you for being such a great community member and listener. Of course. And I will pre-sale your next book the second it comes out. You're so, so sweet. I'm always in your corner. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. I love you. Bye, Bye, babe. Love you. Bye. What a cutie. I mean, she couldn't be nicer. Wow. That's, God, that's a really good friend. I, I don't know if I would even think that hard about my friend's um, breakups. Uh, okay, let's go to Tatiana. Hi, Tatiana. How are you? Hi, team. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. What's going on? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I was at Thanksgiving dinner having a grand old time, thinking everything was great. Yeah. And then we started talking about my dad's new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And someone snickered something, and they were like, wait, what? And I was like, excuse me, wait, what? I found out that she's my age. Ooh. Ooh. She, oh. like, is a little bit younger than me, actually. Mm-hmm. And I am freaking out. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Was your dad at the dinner? He was. And he was just, like, avoiding me, like, not even acknowledging. He was just like, hee hee, it's fine. And, and I was like, it's not fine. Wait, what? That's, God. A couple days later, I confronted him about it. I was like, so is she actually my age? What's going on? You know, like, I don't think, I think that's weird. And he was like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Like, don't you want me to be happy? Like. Yeah. 
I shouldn't be this selfish, and I understand that, but I don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing. You're an adult, your dad is an adult, and actually his girlfriend is an adult too. And I'm not for a second invalidating the gut punch that you experience because I'm sure you felt sick to your stomach. I'm sure you still feel sick to your stomach. I'm sure you feel yucky and weird and just upset and kind of just disoriented and and all of that. Yeah. And I want to create I want you to create space for those feelings and like really take a beat and allow yourself to feel them because they are all so valid. But when you come up for air, I guess what I would say to you is the more that you resist this and feel angst towards it, the worse it will be. And I really really do believe that. And I I I I think that you know our parents when we're little, we're like, our parents are superheroes. Like they're never, they're never doing anything wrong. Like do everything, whatever. And then you grow up and you're like, they are just as fucked up as we are. Like they are just humans that are like a little bit further on in this journey than we are. They make mistakes. They do weird shit. Um, they have emotions. They have changes, all of this. So I, you know, I'm, I guess I'm telling you two things, which is firstly, I get it. It's weird. It, makes you feel sick it's very bizarre but also he's an adult and if he's happy okay it's his life it's not your choice doesn't necessarily make you feel comfortable but there's nothing really that you can do you're not going to excommunicate your dad because he's dating a young girl um I don't think that you want to lose him or like creates you know a riff in the relationship because of this so take a minute to reorient yourself and kind of process this and then be like okay like it's my dad he's doing this weird thing it is what it is if you don't want to hang out with her I think that's fine I think that's more than fine for you to say dad listen you do you but like it makes me feel really weird to hang around with her so I don't really want to go to lunch with her or whatever I think you're well within your rights to do that but I, I truly believe that like the more you resist it and like get into arguments with him, the worse you'll feel. That's my take on it. I do. I feel horrible. Like it, I feel horrible and yucky and like I don't want to get in the way of him being happy, obviously. Yeah. No, I get it. It's I weird. truly get it. It's weird. It's so weird. It's just like it's uncomfortable enough when your parents split up and they start dating new people. But like her being young, it's like it's cliched. It's stressful. It's annoying. It's weird that she's like younger than you. You have this direct comparison. Like I completely understand. Like it, I would feel the same way. I think anybody would. But you I just think that like you can set healthy boundaries, you can take space, but you, at the end of the day, he's an adult and he's going to make his own decisions and, um, and, and you have to decide how much you let them affect you. Oh, that is such a great way of putting it. I felt like I was invalid for the way that I felt. No. Like I should. That, like, because he was like, you're being so dramatic, like, you know, and I was like, I understand that, but this is hard, like, this isn't something no. that, and that's... I felt like it was a secret, 
scene out of the movie. Totally. And that's that's wrong of him, in my opinion, because I I kind of, to be honest with you, think he should have told you personally you're his daughter. And I think that it would have been nice to hear from him and not like in a group setting. So you felt shocked and kind of caught off guard. But listen, people yeah. make mistakes. I, life is really short and it does feel yucky, but it's also it's just he's he's just he's doing his thing i know we're all adults mm, i'm sorry so babe nice. i'm so sorry nice. that's a horrible thanksgiving tr- surprise i'm really sorry i know i was so shocked well thank you so much for telling me what i needed to hear and uh, you know it was exactly what i needed to hear i appreciate you calling lots of love set healthy boundaries you're gonna be fine Thanks. Um, I just want to say, Christina, actually, <laughs> you are so amazing. Thank you so, so much for everything you do. Your advice is amazing. Like, I really appreciate everything that you have to say. Thank and you, my love. I just hope you have an amazing day. Thank you. I appreciate it. I hope you have good, good rest of the year. Lots of love. Yes. Lots of love. Happy holidays. Bye. You too. Bye. Yeah, that's a tricky one. That is a really, I mean... That does make you feel really, really yuck. That's really, it's hard to know. And I I hope I didn't come across as flippant at all there because I'm not. And like no one can understand how she feels. And I'm sure it's a really, like really unnerving feeling. I have a chapter about this in your book. Like your parents are just in my book. Like your parents are just people. And the more you can set those boundaries, I swear to God, boundaries are the key to life. Because you're like, okay, you're doing some whack shit in your own life. But guess what? I'm an adult and that doesn't have to affect my life. I will be back on Friday. I hope you all have a great day. Until then, bye. Bye.